At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The 1-2. Lined into right. Santander comes up firing. Here's the throw. It's there, and he got him. A walk-off win. Anthony Santander cuts down Urshela at the plate. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Top of the leaderboard at the Masters, it is Siwoo Kim and Abe Anser, both two under par very early on on day one over in Augusta, Georgia. We are going to wait a number of hours, and eventually they'll get us coverage later on in the day. But we're stuck with Sports Center at the Masters. Like Sports Center is cool, like it's the early '90s. Like that hasn't been the case for quite some time. There's no Dan Patrick or Keith Oberman. I couldn't name one person that is still that is anchoring Sports Center in the last ten years. Like it's it's a struggle. Anyways, that's my issue. Well, SVP. Joe Estras- <laughs> Who? SVP. You can. I don't consider. I don't consider. I guess it's Sports Center. I don't really consider him a Sports Center anchor. Do you? Well, no, we, I, well, no, because he's got his own sports center. So it's his I own guess, show. I yeah. guess. I guess. Is it? Um, man, I don't know that I can either. Jeez. <laughs> See, Kevin Nagandi. Cool. Kevin Nagandi. Oh, he's good. He's good. One, yeah. one of my one of my favorites. Really good. Sarcasm. <laughs> now they're showing Devin Booker highlights from last night. Okay. Uh, this is the BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter. The show airs weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the free Odyssey app. Watch, listen, subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast over there. You can also watch the, the live YouTube stream. So subscribe, subscribe to the Odyssey Sports uh, YouTube page. Taking a look in Major League Baseball. Now, Horvat, we were all over the Giants. We said that's a must play going against the lefty. Tough it's tough against Snell. Now, never mind that what it go extra innings. Yeah, felt like every game went extra innings yesterday, but they did come through for us as a dog. And as I'm looking at the MLB matchups today, yeah, there are a lot of underdogs I like. A lot of them, pretty scary. Pretty scary. Do we have a Miami Marlins starter? I mean, this game's happening in an hour. Do we? Yeah, do we have an, a starter yet? No, I've not seen a Marlin starter yet. I have not. Um, one of those dogs wouldn't happen to be the Seattle Mariners today, would it, Joe? Hmm. Seattle taking on the Twins. Yeah. Um, okay. What's the number? 
The number yeah. on that one right there. Let me pull that up real quick. That would right now plus one eighty, minus one ninety are the uh, Minnesota Twins at home in this one. Okay, so they're heavy favorites because of the pitching matchup, Barrios. Um, however, when you take a deeper dive into this, uh, Lefty Gonzalez going for the Mariners, Minnesota, not great over the last couple of years against Southpaws. So, um, and I'm looking at like Seeger on Seattle. He's yeah. crushed Barrios. He's got a couple of homers against him and just 10 at bats. Seattle's worth a play. Okay, and then there was one favorite that I like. So you say you like a lot of dogs today, and I want to fade one of your uh, one of your one of your teams, Joe, in the uh, Kansas City Royals. I don't like laying a big number, but I was looking at the run line potentially as well for the White Sox. Uh, what are they at right now? The Sox are minus. I see one sixty five right now for the White Sox. The Royals plus one fifty seven, all the way to one sixty on the money line. What are your thoughts on the Sox returning home today? Uh, I, again, I don't really like playing big favorites in baseball, but I do like the Sox today in this matchup. I think this is a good spot for them to bounce back. My thought is that yesterday we were on opposite sides with the Cubs-Brewers game. I yeah. was victorious when the Brewers won. You were the big loser there. You hit the under, so you're fine. Uh, my thought is we're on opposite sides again on this one. So you would be fading the White Sox today? I think Kansas City is one of the underdogs that could be a, a pretty decent play right now at points bet. They are plus 153. My explanation is Abreu has struggled against Keller, 25 yeah. at-bats. Yeah. He's hitting 160, and you're already missing Aloy. Uh, Tim Anderson goes on the injured list. I believe that was yesterday. Yeah. So it's a short lineup right now. And against Lance Lynn, like, you look at that. Sure, the White Sox have the the pitching advantage. However, Benintendi and Salvador Perez have had a lot of success against him. Benintendi, 5 for 14. Perez, 5 for 13. They've hit Lance Lynn. So I think KC's worth a play. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Casey, all right, and then I got one more I wanted your opinion on just because you are in Chicago. What are your thoughts on the Cubs and the Pirates. I see a lot of people like the over today, and probably rightfully so, because I don't think you're getting that from Jake Arrieta, what you got uh, in his first start of the season. I kind of like the under, man. The Cubs' offense right now stinks. They haven't scored over five runs in any of their six games yet. Over the last 22 innings, three runs total. What did they have against the Brewers? I think they had two combined hits in like 16 innings. Uh, Arietta back on the mound today. We know what he did on Saturday. Struck out five, gave up just one run. But also in his career against Pittsburgh, and again, I mean, we're talking early Jake Arrieta, Cy Young, Jerry, Jake Arrieta, but he's 13-6, and six, ERA yeah. 287 all-time. 
And then you look at what the Pirates are doing this year. They're just as bad offensively as the Cubs. They're hitting 196 as a team. The Cubs are hitting 132 as a team. And they have 18 hits. That's what it is. 18 hits over their last six games. What are your thoughts on the under in this one? Opened at nine, now at eight and a half. I figured everybody would be all over the uh, over here. You get Tyler Anderson on the mound for the uh, Pirates. So the Cubs facing a lefty. Uh, two starts against him, 2-0, 13 innings. He's allowed four runs, struck out 15 against Chicago. I just seen it. I see I see a lot of strikeouts today for the Cubs. Your Chicago accent is coming through so strong today, especially when you say Chicago. <laughs> it's not I, – I, you know what's weird is I, I hear that, and they hate it, obviously, in Milwaukee, and I've gotten – I've, like, I've tried to get it out of my system. So when I lived in Iowa for three years – I don't think anybody noticed it. You lived in Iowa for three years? Yeah, when I first got into the – I was the sports director at a small radio station. I covered the What's Iowa you, Hawkeyes. Is that the only thing you cover year-round, Iowa Hawkeyes football and basketball? Uh, Iowa State, I would make the trip to Ames. It, it, like So that was the year – the first year I was there was the year that they made the trip to the Rose Bowl, and uh, Christian McCaffrey ran all over them. So that was like my first big gig, and that was a fun ride to cover. And then after that, yeah, I mean – it's all college football, obviously, with the Hawkeyes. College hoops, Iowa State was a little bit better at the time, so I followed them. Yeah. them. And then um, they love wrestling. And I'm not talking like WWE or AEW <laughs> wrestling. So when I got the job, you know, I, I go into the office, and, and my boss, the guy's name is Chad, he asks me, he's like, what do you know about wrestling? And I'm like, oh, I love it. You know, The Undertaker, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead serious. And he's like, no, I mean, the heartbreak kid. Do you remember when Stone Cold came with the truck down to the down to the ring? That yeah. is amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and I'm like the rock bottom, the tombstone driver. <laughs> no, he was talking about like the Saturday Night Ride and like. So I was doing play by play for two years of wrestling, and I wish I had tape of the first broadcast because I had no clue, man. Every I was just calling everything like an arm bar. Gets him down to the ground. And then one I thought, guy is one guy is <laughs> grabbing the other guy. Looks like he might be able to pin him at some point here. Oh, that the shorts is are riding high. <laughs> and the worst part about it all is like, so then they would send me because high school wrestling there, like so obviously being from Chicago, like we would go uh, like to the state basketball tournament. So it was all about basketball there. Like they cover high school wrestling. Like it's like it's like like it's the NBA or like it's the NFL. I mean, they're all in on this stuff, man. And I didn't realize how long these days are, these tournaments. Like you get there and you'll do the play-by-play broadcast of a first place match. So then you go to pack your stuff up, like time to go home. Oh no, they got these things called wrestlebacks. There's fourth place, fifth place. For some reason, they wrestle fifth place matches after the championship match. Makes no sense. So um, yeah, I never want to go back to Iowa. And I never want to watch uh, collegiate wrestling or high school wrestling ever. You know again. what's funny is I didn't wrestle, but a bunch of my buddies do. Yeah. And in Pennsylvania, it's a really, really big deal. Really? And I kind of like it. Like I, I'll watch Penn State so good that I'll watch like the national championships. I like the physical nature of it. And I like that it's one-on-one. I like that it's solo. What's weird is like Penn State got second this year. Iowa won it. But five of Iowa's nine wrestlers are from Pennsylvania. And by the way, this is why people listen to our show, to BetQL Daily, because they want to hear about college wrestling that took place two months ago. That is how we keep the listeners. That's right. It's the only time I watch the Big Ten Network. 
You better believe it. By the way, I just got a text message. Eli is on his way to the hospital. He just had a heart attack from us <laughs> talking about college wrestling for five minutes. I wouldn't know what to say doing the play-by-play. Does Iowa win it every year? Do they win the conference? Well, no. no Penn State won. Penn State won the national championship eight out of the last nine years. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. Until Iowa won it this year. But like I said, I know some of the Iowa kids. Like they're all from Pennsylvania. They're most of them from Western PA. But like, so like when Iowa beats Penn State, it's kind of like, okay, but you have more Pennsylvania kids than we do. So like, you know, it's kind of weird. I'd imagine uh, in football, Ross, that 90% of the roster played res- uh, wrestled too. Well, the issue is there's only like nine weight classes. And you right. can really only – I mean, from 160 and up, yes. But there's only five guys, 160, 171, 189, 215, and heavyweight. They didn't even have 215 when I was in high school. So you either had to be less than 189 yeah. or the heavyweight. So you yeah. can really only have one big dude. Like my buddy cut down to 189 his junior year. He went from 215 to 189. And he was a Division One football player, but just to make weight. And, and, and then, then he's got to flip back, right, for football season? Oh, he was 235, 240 for football, and then the next year <laughs> he was heavyweight. Yeah. Wow. And doing that at like 17, 18 years old, man, is so – that was like the problem I had is you see the guys in the sauna suits – and they got the buckets of water, you know, the gallons of water, and they're marking off how much. Like, that is no way to live your so, life. So here's the deal. Let's get back to baseball, okay? Should we? Should everyone listening put all their money on the Phillies to win the World Series or what? Because it's pretty clear they're, they're going <laughs> How's your I bullpen mean, looking? That was the issue going in. Looking much all right? better. Much yeah. better. The problem is they're not really hitting great. They're 5-1. and one. I think, like, it might be. It might have changed, but, like, a, a game or two ago, they were 4-0. and oh, and their leading home run guy was a guy I never heard of with one. Like, their big bats haven't really even come through yet. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the Braves are. I, I think we have no idea what Atlanta is. They got off to that terrible start. So are they that 90-95 to 95 win team that a lot of people expected them to be? Or are they not quite what we've seen, but closer to closer to this? Um, I, I think it's more about the Braves than it is about the Phillies. Now, they could be a wild card team for sure. They could do that if they uh, they ball continue to ball out, but yeah, it really does seem to come down to the bullpen. So fickle season to season, maybe they'll be able to turn it around. Horat, you asked about the Cubs. Under. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. the deal. Um, under no, I would not bet the under in an Arietta start, but that's just me. And yeah. I understand your angle on these two poor offenses. I I would consider Pittsburgh, however. When the when I'm only getting plus one thirty, plus one thirty five in that range to bet on the Pittsburgh Pirates, I can't bet it. But now the case you can make is you've got Arietta. He's not obviously the old Jake. He looked good in his first start. We'll see if he can back it up again. Uh, Cubs offense stinks against lefties, yeah. and with Anderson going in for Pittsburgh, they're going against a lefty. So I think that helps your under case. I would rather bet the under than bet the bet on the Pirates at plus one thirty. If I'm betting on the Pirates. I better be getting at least plus 160, you know? Yeah. yeah, and I'll look a little bit closer to first pitch, but I liked it. Again, Cubs against the lefty, two struggling offenses. Neither are even hitting 200 as a team on the season quite yet. And the wind blowing in, uh, just an interesting play, I thought. I also kind of lean the under in the Orioles-Red Sox game. But, again, I don't know that I could bet an under where you have Matt Harvey in the year 2020 on the mound. But I continue to try right. value in dogs and unders. That's what I continue to play every single day. Yeah, I don't mind that. Here's here's another one. 
Uh, let's see if you'll back me up here. So your Brewers, they're on the road as a favorite. Yeah. Minus 139. Burns on the bump. They have the pitching advantage over Wainwright. Clearly why they're the favorite. Against the team, they're probably going to to battle all season for the NL Central crown. Goldschmidt and Young has hit Burns so far. How do you think this goes? And... How deep is Burns going to pitch? Because we were talking about it before the season. Like, yeah, there's a couple studs at the top of the Brewers rotation. But the yeah. question is, especially early on, how long would uh, Council let him go? Probably not very long. I would expect maybe six, probably max today. We had people calling in this morning, Joe, that were freaking out about Woodruff getting pulled yesterday. He yeah. Hey, let me ask you guys this. He's played – this is his 10th baseball season. How much money do you think Matt Harvey's made? Oh my God. $357 million. $357. This is his 10th year in the majors. Joe? I'll go two eleven. That's probably low. $31 million. He never he never got to the big one. Right, right when he did the arbitration uh, a couple times, right when he was going to get the big one, he stunk. I he mean, thirty-one million dollars. I don't feel bad for him, but dude, a pitcher when when he was really good, he should have been getting like thirty-one million a year. Which that was why he was like so adam, like so crazy about his endorsements. What was it, Qualcom or Qualcom when he was on the DP show? Oh yeah, that was amazing. Oh, that was strange. Yeah, that was. The yeah. <laughs> he felt so bad. Didn't he come on the next day? Yeah, I think I think so. <laughs> I'm Ryan only here worked. to talk about Qualcomm. Yeah. I was like, what the hell, Kate Belichick with uh, Ross Tucker and Ryan Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. Coming up next, we'll dive into NFL draft props. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.